Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Happy Monday and welcome back. This week, we're taking a closer look at resiliency. We're getting it started today with It Happens. At some point or another in life, we're all going to have to find resiliency inside of ourselves in order to overcome some level of adversity, or in some cases, in order to survive. Whether it's being heartbroken after a relationship ends or struggling through divorce, living through a natural disaster or being bullied, struggling through infertility or coping with mental illness, dementia, or some form of physical impairment. In day-to-day life, Human beings are faced with overcoming in millions of different ways. Lucy Hone, PhD, is an adjunct senior fellow at the University of Canterbury, New Zealand, and author of Resilient Grieving, Finding Strength and Embracing Life After a Loss That Changes Everything. In her TED Talk discussing the secrets of resilient people, she gets candid about her own excruciating experience with loss and the ultimate test of resiliency it introduced in her world. Hone began her studies at the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia, where she worked with the United States Army to cultivate mental fitness with soldiers returning from Afghanistan. Thereafter, Hone returned to New Zealand to begin her doctoral research just as the Christchurch earthquakes hit, which decimated suburbs. She put her research on hold and instead started working with her home community to help them through the terrible post-quake period. She worked with a wide array of organizations from government departments to building companies to community groups, teaching them ways of thinking and acting that she knew boosted resilience. She recounts that she thought she found her calling, her moment to put all her research to good use, but sadly, worse would come. Hone goes on to share the intimate details of her personal loss when, on holiday in 2014, her 12-year-old daughter was killed in a car accident. She describes, At the last minute, my beautiful 12-year-old daughter, Abby, decided to hop in the car with her best friend, Ella, also 12, and Ella's mom, Sally, a dear friend of hers. On the way down, as they traveled through Rakaya on Thompson's track, a car sped through a stop sign, crashing into them and killing all three of them instantly. In the blink of an eye, she found herself flung to the other side of the equation, waking up with a whole new identity. She continues, Instead of being the resilience expert, suddenly I was the grieving mother, waking up not knowing who I was, trying to wrap my head around unthinkable news. My world smashed to smithereens. Suddenly, I was the one on the end of all this expert advice. And I can tell you, I didn't like what I heard one little bit. Hone explains that in the days after her daughter died, she and her family were told that they were now prime candidates for family estrangement, that she and her husband were likely going to get divorced, and that they were at a high risk of mental illness. Victim support arrived at their door and told them that they could expect to write the next five years off to grief. They received leaflets that described the five stages of grief, anger, bargaining, denial, depression, and acceptance. 
She shares, I know the leaflets and the resources meant well. All of that advice left us feeling like victims, totally overwhelmed by the journey ahead and powerless to exert any influence over our grieving whatsoever. I didn't need to be told how bad things were. I needed a journey through all that anguish, pain, and longing. Most of all, I wanted to be an active participant in my grief process. Hone decided to turn her back on their advice to instead conduct a self-experiment. After all, she'd done the research. She had the tools. She wanted to know how useful they'd be to her now in the face of such an enormous mountain decline. She confesses, at this point, she really didn't know any of this was going to work. Parental bereavement is widely acknowledged as the hardest of losses to bear. But now, five years after that great loss, she can confirm what she already knew from the research. You can rise up from adversity. There are strategies that work that it is utterly possible to make yourself think and act in certain ways that help you navigate tough times. There is a monumental body of research on how to do it. Hone sets out to share three strategies in particular which helped her through this impossible time in her life. Traits of resilience. And the very first she identifies is that resilient people get that things happen. Bad things happen. Resilient people have come to terms with the idea that suffering is a part of life. She expounds, this doesn't mean they actually welcome it in. They're not actually delusional. Just that when the tough times come, they seem to know that suffering is part of every human existence. And knowing this stops us from feeling discriminated against when the tough times come. Instead of thinking, why me? They understand the reality is something closer to why not me? Hone finishes on this point by explaining, terrible things happen to you, just like they do everybody else. That's your life now, time to sink or swim. The real tragedy is that not enough of us seem to know this any longer. We seem to live in an age where we're entitled to a perfect life, where shiny, happy photos on Instagram are the norm, when actually the very opposite is true. And we'll be picking up there tomorrow with Hone's second trait of resiliency. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day two of our week on becoming resilient. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.